0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Good Wolf Radio. It's Jerry Scarlato. Today, we're going to talk about controlling your circumstances because we spend so much time letting our circumstances control us that it's time to get them under control. I'm going to go ahead and play a scenario out so that you can understand what I mean by this. Let's say that you have recently started working out or starting, started a new diet. And recently, like, you've been doing it for about six months now. And you're going to go on vacation in a couple of weeks. Usually when you go on vacation, you're not working out regularly or you're not dieting regularly. So you don't have anything to think about. But now you are working out regularly and you are dieting regularly. So instead of trying to figure things out, you just say, well, I'll just get started again whenever I get back. Well, you go on vacation, you don't work out at all, or you don't diet at all. You just fall off the wagon, for lack of a better term. Eat whatever you want, drink whatever you want. Don't do any type of physical exercise and just lay on the beach. When you get back, you weigh yourself and you realize that you're up five pounds. Now, to be fair, and this is for future reference for everybody, that five pounds is not something that's going to hang around, so do not let, let, let that demoralize you. But nonetheless, most of us would let that demoralize us, and we would go, well, there's no point in me starting again because now I've done, undone all the effort that I put into the last six months. And then we don't start again until the New Year's comes around, and then we start again. So that going on vacation and not doing anything not having an idea of what to do. And then being up five pounds is letting your circumstances control you, not controlling your circumstances. It's a very normal thing. It's something that so many people do. Having trained hundreds of people, maybe a, maybe thousands, not multiple thousands, but multiple hundreds of people pretty easily, it's a very normal thing to see people let their circumstances control what they do, what they do, whether that's their circumstances in the sense of like soccer schedules here. I got to quit working out or I have a work outing tomorrow, so I'm going to fall off the wagon and just eat or drink whatever I want like that is letting circumstances control what you do. When I say that, it makes it sound like I'm saying you shouldn't enjoy, quote-unquote, enjoy life and let yourself be part of life and let yourself enjoy vacation and let yourself enjoy, I don't know, whatever else might pop up. Because we think that, we believe that, it is, it is in going on vacation and having a free-for-all that brings joy. That's what we feel, that's what we think, that's what we it's what we currently believe as a society. And yet, when most people come back from vacation, they're not rested and they are not they don't really feel all that better, and if anything, they feel worse. So while this is not a conversation on what actually brings happiness and joy, it is hopefully going to help you shift your mind about what you can do in those circumstances to keep yourself on track instead of completely obliterating your progress and then falling off the wagon after the fact and still enjoy it. Like, of course, you have one life, Uno, one. So you should enjoy life. Maybe your definition of enjoy now isn't exactly your definition of what you believe enjoyment can really be. Maybe you're just following what most people in society do. Most people in society, when they go on vacation, fall off the wagon, drink whatever they want, eat whatever they want. And so we think that that's normal. Not normal. It's just what most people do. So we let our circumstances control us instead of figuring out how to control our circumstances. Now, there are two types of circumstances that we have to contend with. One is foreseen circumstances. The other is unforeseen circumstances. First, foreseen circumstances are things that we know are coming up, things that we have planned, things that we, that we, that we know are going to be down the road at some point. So that's things like vacations, for instance, potentially a career change or move, which is pretty big. Kids' sporting schedules, that's another one. So things that we know are going to be happening at some time down the road. Those are foreseen circumstances. They're things that we, we can look at and we can go, I know that I have this coming. An unforeseen circumstance, on the other hand, is something that we don't know is coming. We have no clue. We're not planning for it. It's not prepared. It's not on our schedule. It's not on our calendar. Those are things like injuries, sicknesses, cancers, um, getting fired from your job. Like those are unforeseen circumstances, things you were not prepared for things that, that, like I said, weren't on the schedule and how you go about preparing and getting yourself ready and working through both of these types of circumstances is they're different of course they have nuances but they're also very much the same so let's talk about how you can start to work through foreseen circumstances first okay because that is the simplest one not easy but still simple and and like, m- so many people let foreseen circumstances, like things they know are coming up, dictate what they do. Soccer season, for instance. Like, suddenly you quit working out because soccer season popped up? I don't have kids, so take it with a grain of salt. I'm wondering how things might look if you did a different path, if you took a different path. So for foreseen circumstances, since you know what's coming, you can plan, you can plan a schedule, you can plan, you you can have a plan of action. You can also have a backup plan of action. If that plan of action doesn't go right, if this doesn't work out, then I'm going to do this called an implementation intention. So if we use the soccer schedule as an example, If you know that in a month, suddenly you're going to have to be toting your kids around to soccer practice for the next three months every day, and you know that it's at a certain time, how can you shift your workout schedule around in order to make sure that you get at least the minimum effective dose in? And that's important to understand. Whenever you have seasons of life, foreseen circumstances or otherwise, that pop up, doesn't mean that you have to keep up everything that you're currently doing. If you intend for a lifestyle change to be lifelong, then it's worth figuring out how to make it work in every circumstance of life. So if there are going to be seasons when you have soccer practice for three months, maybe during that three months, you don't work out three or four days a week. You just work out two. It's not the end of the world, not your perfect plan. It's not what you maybe signed up for or wanted to do, but it's what you can do, and it keeps you going instead of wiping it completely off the schedule and saying, I'll get back to it in three months because let me tell you that nine times out of 10, that does not happen. That's not a judgmental statement. It is a fact. So if instead you make a plan and you go, okay, I know that I have this three months for these three months. I'm just going to have to work out three days a week. Or instead of working out for 60 minutes, I work out for 30 minutes. I change. You figure out how to make sure that you keep that in there instead of deleting it. Because it is in deleting it that it becomes an issue. Consistency over time is the key. If it is going to be a lifestyle change, it is going to be long-term. If you're going to start, that means you intend for it to be a part of your life. So you might as well figure out how to make it work when things come up. Vacation is another perfect example. While like when I was on vacation, I'm a masochist, by the way, when I was on vacation, I was in the weight room four days, four days a week, Yes, that's the right way to say that I almost, in my mind. I felt like I was saying four times a day. I was definitely not in the weight room four times a day. So I was there for six days. I was in Florida for six days. I was in the weight room four of those days and I went for a ruck first thing in the morning, five of those days. I rucked every day, but five of those days I went for a ruck first thing in the morning, a ruck for those of you who don't know is simply carrying a weighted backpack and then walking. So again, I'm not suggesting that you have to do that, but you can plan something in to keep yourself on schedule. If you're currently exercising and it's important to you and it is part of your life, if you wipe it out and you're only on vacation for a week, you at least, yeah, you have the likelihood of getting back to it after the fact. Whereas in our example with the soccer schedule, it's three months. That's a much harder scenario to work with. But nonetheless, it makes sense to figure out to do something. What can you do for that week? That is simple. Something short, maybe in, maybe includes the family, maybe is something more fun or more, it's just different, more nuanced than what you normally do. Maybe you go to a different set of classes. Maybe instead of weightlifting classes, you go to Pilates classes for that week, or maybe you go like I said, out on the beach and you do an intense walk on the beach or do you do sprints on the beach or you do bear crawls on the beach for 30 minutes. (laughs) That would be terrible. Um, but you figure out some way to keep it in your schedule. So it's just a level of planning of figuring out what you need to do to make it work. Diet's the same way. You can think about how to stay mostly on your diet whenever you're on vacation. Again, you you should go and enjoy different kinds of food when you're on vacation. I mean, especially, like, if you live in the Midwest, where I am, to be totally honest, like, not there's some good restaurants around here. We're not known for our food, like, in the Midwest. We. I'm, I'm from the South. I should not put myself in the Midwest. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> like, Midwest is not known for their food. If you go South and you're from the Midwest, like, You should enjoy some food because they have some good food in the South. So not telling you you should do that. But the odds are, like, you're not going to go out to eat at a fancy seafood restaurant every time you go to eat. So figure out how, for two of your meals, you eat something good and quality, and for one of your meals, you go out and you have some fried fish or whatever, or fried shrimp or fried shrimp and beer, like whatever it's going to be, instead of, just like oh, I'm just I'm just throwing it all to the wind. So you're you're protecting your downside so that it continues you continue to move forward whenever you get out of this scenario is is the goal like again if you've started something whether that's nutrition whether that's exercise whether that's sleeping better whether that's some other form some other lifestyle habit if you've started something the assumption is you want to keep it in your life because you want to change your life, because you want to change your health. And if that's the case, then it makes sense to figure out how you can keep it in your life during these scenarios, during these foreseen circumstances where you can make a plan and figure out how to make sure that it stays there. With the understanding that things probably aren't going to go the way that you planned them, and that's okay, as long as you stick with it 80 to 90% of the time. So that's how we deal with foreseen circumstances. And I cannot stress this enough how much how much I've seen people fall off because of things they knew were coming. Things they knew were coming. And if it is something you know is coming, how you, how can you let that be the thing that knocks you off course? If it's something you know that is coming, I know it's not, I realize that it's not easy, that's fine, but it is necessary if the changes that you're making are something that you want to keep in your life. Okay, unforeseen circumstances are a different beast because these are things that, like I said, you don't see coming. You you can't plan for it, you can't be ready for it, it just happens and then you have to decide what to do. So... With unforeseen circumstances, there has to be a space in time where you have to, you have to like literally sit down and decide. Because when something happens, most people just react to it instead of taking the time to respond to it. And in reaction, we typically cut things immediately or quickly instead of sitting through and thinking through what we can do instead. I'll use injury as. A perfect example because, again, being in the gym, people get hurt. It's what happens. No matter how perfect things go, no matter how perfect form is, no matter what, like, people get hurt. Got it. Injury is one of the leading reasons, one of the leading unforeseen circumstances that knocks people off of their exercise habit. Because they get injured whether it's a shoulder, whether it's a knee, whether it's a back, no matter what it is. And then they stop. And like we talked about with the foreseen circumstances, it is in the stopping that the issue arises. The medical establishment has us convinced that we are soft little cushy toys, that we are very fragile that we cannot withstand much much in the way of like outside pressure outside resistance physically and mentally that's what the medical establishment has us believing and that's what society has like currently believes and so when we get injured we think that we can't do anything like we we, we need to shut it down completely because now i'm injured and i can't do anything because i don't want to Keep hurting this, and yeah, I mean, that's that's what the medical establishment wants you to believe. But you are resilient, you're not fragile, and you can withstand a lot more than what the medical establishment would have you to believe. Not only that, but when it comes to injury, especially you have the rest of your body to work with. So if you're exercising and you get injured, an arm, you injure an arm, for instance, you have another arm, a core, and two legs still to work with. If you injure a leg, you have another leg, a core, and two arms to work with. You you have options. You can still do things. And the truth of the matter is, when it comes to, Almost any injury, there are very few, very few, almost any injury that you will sustain in a gym or even at home, any injury, whether that's to the back, whether that's to a knee, whether that's to an ankle, whether that's to a hip, no matter what, any almost any injury, getting moving sooner than later is going to heal it better than laying around and doing nothing because what heals an injury is blood flow. Movement and blood flow. Not sitting around and doing nothing. The injury, the injured area needs blood flow in order to heal. And when you sit around and do nothing, there is no blood flow. So doing something is going to be the quickest way to get it healed and to get it going. So that's one example of an unforeseen circumstance. When an injury happens taking a second to sit down and think. What can I still do? What can I still do? Instead of, oh, I'm injured, bam, I can't do anything. Another example uh, is this is hopefully something not a lot of people go through, although a lot of people do go through it nowadays. Another sam- example is a cancer diagnosis. Not something that I wish upon anybody and not something that I'm saying that I hope you have to plan through (laughs) for lack of a better way of putting it. Um, But it happens. And so if you have a cancer diagnosis or someone in your family does, again, what a lot of people will do and what a lot of people that I know have done is they stop their progress. Cancer is fought by a healthy immune system. A healthy immune system is built, in part, by exercise, also built by nutrition, also built by quality sleep. So if you have a cancer diagnosis, stopping the healthy habits that you've developed is very counterintuitive. It, it is a reaction instead of a response because you're reacting to the, yes, very scary, very real, very unpleasant diagnosis of cancer. A response gives you the opportunity to sit down and go, okay, what do I do now? What can I do moving forward? How can I get myself in a better place moving forward? How can I work through the uh, therapies that I'm going to have to go through and the treatments that I'm going to have to go through? How can I make sure that I'm at my strongest so that when I beat this on the other end, I am, I'm at my strongest. I am at my strongest. Again, an unforeseen circumstance that no one wants to go through, but considering the statistics, there's a chance. Pretty good one. So with unforeseen circumstances, we have to be able to plan on the go. We have to be able to sit down and respond to the situation instead of react to the situation. Instead of letting the circumstance grab us and yank us around, we have to be able to sit down, take the circumstance, put it in front of us and look at it and go, okay, here's what it is. Like, here's what's going on. Now that this is going on, What do I do next? Not easy. Usually not very fun. But necessary. So all of this is to be said and is under the assumption that any change that you're making, you're making because you want it to be a part of your life, which means that it has to last long-term, meaning not long-term like, Eh, for the next five years, but like tell you're checked off the list, if you will. So that means figuring out how to deal with these circumstances and how to make them work. How to understand and understanding that sometimes there's going to be seasons where things are perfect, and then sometimes there's going to be seasons where things are great, and you can go hog wild with your exercise and your nutrition, and then All of a sudden, it's not going to be able to because bam, all of a sudden you're hit with an injury and you got to slow down and that's okay. Like it happens. Things will never be perfect. Schedules will never fully align. Things will never all of a sudden, like all of a sudden all my problems are gone so I can go ahead and get started. Never going to happen. Not going to happen. So you have to figure out how to make it work. And otherwise, otherwise, it's never going to be sustainable. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can keep getting all this good information. And until next time, here's to your success in health and fitness mastery.